We're coming to the end of the Seif, very shortly. There's a little bit of a chalik at the end, a third chalik, which has now become a full Seifer, but I think it would be Kedai for us to spend a few weeks. It's tying all of that we've learned together with the Sudya Shalom Bayis. So we'll learn a little bit about that. And then um, I want to talk about Das Atzmechamur and the level of Klai Yisrael, about the Jewish people knowing ourselves. Just to talk out a little bit, not in the Sefer, not in any Sefer. And then we'll see Mr. Hashem. But we're not there yet. Where we are <coughs> here at the end of the Sefer, the Mechaber who will be with Mr. Hashem we're coming in next week. Because I have my thing Monday night, 8 o'clock, not this Monday night. This we have an Asia Israel Monday night. The following Monday night, the Mitzvah will be the Dovazi. The, the week after that, Moshe Rabbein is coming. Scotland <laughs> <laughs> that, residence. No, that wouldn't be good. Uh, that'll come also. It's a pretty good lineup. Huh? Moshe Rabbeinu? We'll go to him. Right. We're talking about the Avodah of Hashkata. This is the Chasim of the Sefer. The end of the Sefer is the Spitz of the Sefer. It's the shining glory of the Sefer. The union of a person being able to enter into that place of himself after learning all that we've learned and spent so much time. And I know many of you have been working on this myself that underneath and within and deeper inside the a person's thoughts there is that quiet place which is the essence of who he is and in order to come to that a person has to stop speaking and even has to stop thinking there has to be silence there has to be quiet we're not used to that. We've spoken a lot about that. And in the end, of Schwartz says, this is not something that I could explain. He's tried to help us, and he's taking us step by step and holding our hands. This journey into the Atzmacha, into that place of the Nishama. But to cross over, there's that space And if a person lives in the parasha stumba, you know, between Vayigash and Vayichim, there's no open space. And at the end, he's not going to be able to, he's not going to be able to, to, to understand all that we've been learning. Hashkafa means quieting oneself down and going beyond one's thoughts. Let's just review the top paragraph. We're in the middle of page Reish Tess. But let's just let's just go over from the beginning of the page. It's been a while. Ba'aymek, we learned this already. The first paragraph. Let's just have. Ba'aymek, haderach hayoyseh pnimis he lach shayv ulahavsik, lach shayv ulahavsik. Even though in our minds the deepest possible avoid of a person is is eon, is thinking, is bainimus. But the truth is, the deepest, deepest 
achayd of a person is lachshayv ulahavsik, thinking his bainimus, but then quiet, quiet silence, withdrawing from that place, and then resuming the thoughts. In the beginning, this seems like something which is not effective. The way that we understand, simply is that if, you, if things are going well and you're working on something, why stop? Why should you stop? If you're able to concentrate, if you're able to be misbinding in something, then why not go with that? Why not do that all the time? Or as much as possible. Why the interruptions? When you stop, Yarid Hametach Shabbatava, then the tension, meaning the the place that you've come to, Lachari, you're abandoning, you're leaving. Adam Hanasebim Machamis, a person is driving a car, Valaychets Al Devesh's Hagaz, and he's pressing on the gas pedal. Loichets Amavsik, you know what it is to drive in the car with somebody who drives like that? Stop on the gas, takes off, on, off, on. It's If you're trying to get someplace, it's going to be pretty hard to get to a place if you drive that way. So our way of thinking is we're trying to get someplace. The goal of all that we're talking about is atzmacha. The way to get there, we've been learning at the last stage of the sefer is koach iyun his boinenus. Obviously, that's going to be together with his boinenus, which we don't go into right now. Because his baidudus is a way of his baidudus, and they're very, very deeply connected. That's not for now. So why stop? Think you have to press hard to get where you to get it going, to keep on going. It's natural for a person to think. The best thing is to think in a concentrated way, kolazman, all of the time. Ad until I can solve the problem. But we know that's not true. I'm not even talking here about elokus. We're not even talking about the neshama. Even when it comes to solving a problem in in a subject that a person is studying, we all know that the solution oftentimes. Davke comes from another place, or like Rav Schwartz uses the uh, uses the muscle of it, just parachutes into your brain. Davke, when you stop trying to work it out, you're working, you're working, you're working, you're thinking about it, and you can't cross over that space; it's it's closed, and then you stop thinking, and and sometimes with sleep, sometimes even awake. Because the truth is that thinking itself comes, there's something higher than the intellect. There's something higher than our thoughts or deeper than our thoughts. And our intellect itself is yonek, is drawing, is drinking from something higher than than pure intellect. Therefore, we see this many, many times that when a person does come to a solution 
He comes to solve something that was troubling him. Whatever it is. But he comes to that pisern, to that solution. It's almost like it just parachutes into your brain. And, it, and oftentimes it wasn't following the mahalach of your intellect. I once read a book years and years ago about great discoveries, inventions. And the inventors writing about and talking about the process that led to the invention. And I recall how, I don't remember the name of the book, this, is, this was even before college, and I recall that these brilliant people, these inventors, one after the other, the invention was davke not in the mahalach, following that mahalach where the intellect was going, and they were beating up on themselves, they were killing themselves, and, and davke, it came in such a way where they were mesich das, where they weren't thinking about the nakuda. It came from something outside. Sometimes it would be that a child said something. They said, you know, or they saw something, or, or they heard a song. But almost all of these great inventions took place in a way of his galus, a revelation from something higher than the intellect. They had to work on it intellectually, sometimes for years. But they couldn't cross over that place to get to beyond their intellect, to the place that's higher than the mind until they stop thinking. And even Mashiach comes which is itself a very deep union. Why we're supposed to be asking for Mashiach, we're supposed to be thinking about Mashiach, we're supposed to be davening for Mashiach, and we want Mashiach. And our minds are on Mashiach. And what does it mean? The Mashiach comes after Behesach What does that mean? There's something deeper than that. From where did that idea parachute? Where did it come from? If the deepest nakud of a person was thought, was thinking, was the intellect. Then the, what should have happened is that mitaych the chashiva in the in the process of thinking, within those thoughts, in the world of the Machshava, he should have come to the solution. Within the, within the intellect itself, there should have been that solution. Sometimes, of course, there is. Oftentimes, that solution that he reached purely in the intellect is replaced later on with something higher. And that's only the first edition, but the higher and more refined edition also comes from something else. It comes from a different place. I know that many times I'm thinking about a certain Indian and I'm working on it, I'm working on it a lot, a lot since for hours, a certain machshava in, in, in learning. And, and then, so I, that's, I, I'm usually, if that's in my basement, that's where I hang out. And, and uh, my wife is coming out to do the laundry, and she says, how's it going, Mike? She says, oh, it's not going too good. I got this thing. I'm sitting on this for the last, for the last six, seven hours. I can't. She says, well, what are you, what are you thinking about? And, uh, and I'll just, like, run by a little bit of, 
like the outside of the Indian and this side. I'm missing. And she says, really? It's so interesting. I was just thinking about that. She'll say something. I said, oh, that's it. <laughs> so I thought about that. And, uh, and I had this. And she'll say something. And she doesn't even know what she did. It was something that was, um, that she didn't think was, was, was like a big deal. And it was like a basco that came from Shemayim in such a way that it's so clear that I, I couldn't get to that place. And it was like she said it also more the hesachadas that this all like this. We know that that's we experience that. This is not uncommon. There's a place of chachma, kachma, chachma shevenefesh. We're learning about in Tanya. There's something gavor me'al gavor. It comes in a way of a flesh of understanding of lightning that comes into your head from somewhere else. It could be from another person. It could be from from somewhere else. But it's when you're not thinking about it or when you've given up hope on that thought. What's the reason for this? Why is this? Again, this is something itself which really can't be communicated. But Schwartz is trying. It really can't be communicated. I mentioned to you last time, that's why not long before the end of his life, Rebbe Nachman stopped saying Torahs and he said, started to tell stories. A story, a nigan, there are certain ways of giving over the Rebbe Shalom when words are no longer effective. Even just to talk about is something which is is hard, because the whole Indian is that that words themselves and thoughts are constraining, are limiting. You know, in the deepest nevuas that were given to us was the nevua of Yecheskel, the chariot and our cover. Yecheskel. There are very remarkable Yiluyan revelations in Sefer Yechezkel. Yechezkel Navi revealed something that's called the Seid HaChashmal. Now in modern day Hebrew, Chashmal is what? Electricity. Chashmal is electricity. And it's not really, like many of the words that they use in modern Israel, they borrowed it. Chashmal is much deeper than electricity. It's not uh, electricity. It's just, it sounds like something, like a flash of something. So they, so they took that word and they started using it. But really, it's not electricity. It's not something physical. The sight hachashmal. The Gemara talks about it. The Gemara in Chagiga says that hashmal, the word hashmal, consists of two words. Chash and mal. Itim chashais, itim amalalais. The Gemara says, not amazing Gemara, that's talking about Maisim Rakov, that's talking about Yechezkel's vision. What does that mean? Itim chashais, itim amalalais. Chash means silence. Mal means speech. Itim chashais, itim amalalais. There are times of silence, chash, 
and there are times of speech, mouth. That's not only with words, that's also with thinking. There are times where in one's mind there are thoughts, there's noise, there's turbulence, there's the ICS HaMakshava in the brain. That's a Bechina of Mal. And then there's Chash. Like it says in Kahalas, Eis Lachashais, silence, in the mind, where there's quiet in the mind. This is a very, very big sugya in Kabbalah, which we're not holding by. To join together in a healthy way the Chitzanias, which is the Indian of Mal, of Dibor, of speech, and the Pnimias, which is the Indian of Chash, the Pnimias, which is silence, Shtika, that really is the, is the Nakuda of Vayichi Yaakov inside each and every Jew. So Yaakov, Yaakov's quality is Teferis. I'm only going to mention this. I said talking about not talking, it's itself a funny thing. But it should be said. Because Mitzvah in the future, we'll come back to this. But the Mida, as you know, of Yaakov is Teferis. And Therefore, Yaakov has shown a vision of the Sulam Mutzav Arza, of a ladder. The bottom of the ladder was in the ground. And the top of the ladder reached the heavens. And the Those angels that are described in, in Sefi Cheskel as Chashmal are rising and falling from the top of the ladder to the bottom of the ladder. And the Svarim tell us that the Sula Mutzav Arza is mal. Speech is Arza. Speech means when we are actively and openly communicating with others or within ourselves. That's the bottom of the ladder. The top of the ladder, Raisha Megiyah is higher than speech. It's even higher than thought, because thought is also a form of speech. Because in your brain, you have words. What's higher than that is the part of the ladder that's Veroishai Megiyah HaShemayim. That part of the ladder that's up high in the heavens, that's, that's higher, than, higher than words and higher than even thoughts. Yaakov Rina's dream is a dream that joins together the top of the ladder and the bottom of the ladder. And the angels are rising and descending, ascending and descending. And that's the life of a human being, of chash mal, silence and speech, of roishay megiha shamaima, that's higher than thought. That's when a person is quiet, when a person is not speaking and not thinking. That's roishay megiha shamaima. Sula mutzav arza, mutzav arza means words and thoughts that are articulated between people and within one's own mind. Ma'ishuvena goes up to receive the Torah. And Hashem Yisbaruch speaks. But the highest in of Vayal Ma'ishuvena going up is the side of, is that secret of Chash, of silence, above the world. Ma'ishuvena went up higher than the world, beyond words, higher than speech. And then Vayered Ma'ishuvena has seen it. The Ma'ishuvena came down with words. But Ma'ishuvena couldn't come down with words if he hadn't gone to a place that was higher than the world. And that's the Indian of Ayal Moshe, and then Moshe went into the cloud, like the Nachman talks about. 
to that place which we don't understand. The Moshe went into that place that's higher than thinking. That's what it means. He went into the Chayshech, the Anan, the Arafel, all of that darkness and the clouds and the all of that was Moshe Rabbeinu going to a, to a dimension that's higher than, than human thought. That's beyond the capacity of the brain to hold, to contain. That's the meaning of Vaishyam That's the Bechina of Chash, of silence. That's why Chazal tell us that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up, so Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah, so there was total silence in the world. Not even a bird was chirping, right? It says that the waves of the ocean, everything stopped. There wasn't a sound. That's chash. And then the words came out, That's ma, chashma. That's, that's the Indian of Moshe going up and coming down. And that's what the Swan tells about Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, the Ari HaKadosh told us, the Rabbi Akiva is the Indian of Yaakov Avinu. It has the Oisius Akiva of Yaakov. And by Rabbi Akiva, you remember that Arba Nechnesu Lepardes, there were four who entered into the orchard. There were four who ventured into that world of the, uh, uh, that world that's higher than, than the intellect, that's higher, the secret, that went into the orchard. And whatever happened to the other three, that's not for now, but everybody knows that by Rabbi Akiva alone, it's Nechnes B'Shalom, V'yatza B'Shalom. He went in in peace and he left in peace. So Nechnes B'Shalom, he went into that place in peace. That's chash. He came down to the world to teach this Torah. That's ma. That's speech. Nichnas b'sholem. Rabbi Kiva nichnas b'sholem. Rabbi Kiva is the name of Yaakov. Yaakov is what joins together the world of the world higher than thought, higher than speech, and this world, which is a world of speaking. So Rabbi Kiva is the bechina of Yaakov Avinu. Is nichnas b'sholem. The yotza b'sholem. He entered into the orchard, the Sholem. The Yotze, he came back into the world, like Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the mountain, he came down. Rabbi went up to that place higher, and he came down. That's why all of the biggest, biggest tires that we have, remember the Rishim Bayechai, the Rishim is the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. And regarding Tarish Shabbat Peh, it's cool, I'll leave it to Rabbi Akiva. It's really the whole Tarish Shabbat Peh, Rabbi Akiva, and all of his Talmudim. The whole Tarish Shabbat Peh is really Rabbi Akiva. I'll leave it to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva is Dafka the one to reveal Tarish Baal Peh. In other words, the words of Rabbi Kiva, what Rabbi Kiva, the speech, the words, the Dibur of Rabbi Kiva is the Sadhaval Tarish Baal Peh. And the deepest secrets of Kabbalah, of Torah, are through Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva is the connecting link all the way back to Maimon HaSinai, and even before that, to Avraham Avinu. All the deepest, deepest secrets of Torah through Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva within himself is Nichnas B'Shalom, the Yatsa B'Shalom. Rabbi Akiva is Nichnas, he entered into that orchard, which is higher than words, higher than even the words of the intellect. And because of that, the Yatsa B'Shalom, he was the only one, that he left the orchard and came back down into the world. Yatsa B'Shalom. He came into the world and he was able to reveal Torah Shabbat and to teach also to give over to Rabbi Shimbai Chai and all the tzaddikim, all of Sisrei Torah. Because in Torah, we understand the two parts of Torah, the two parts of Torah Shvalta, that which is that which is hidden, the hidden part of Torah, is chash, is the silence. The hidden Torah, which really you can't give over with words. 
And then there's the revealed Torah, the halachim, the revealed Torah, that's man. Itim chashais, itim nemalalas. There's a time to be silent, and there's a time, and there's a time to speak. The whole milchama of the Saroshal Esav, the whole war of Esav, is to is to prevent Yaakov Avinu, to prevent a Jew from being able to live in this way. So you'll find some Jews that they just sort of disappear from the face of the earth. Like in the story of the Pardes, Arbish Nechmesul Pardes. So there are some Jews that they never come out. They just, they can't bring the Devar Hashem into the world, and even to themselves. They either lose their minds or they, or they just become people who are seen as crazy and separate and different. And then you have other Jews that the whole lives they live just in the Mutzav Aretzel. Everything is just in this world. But Hashem is brought once that there should be Chashmal. Chashmal. In each and every one of us there should be that electric current. The electric current of Chashmal means itim chashais, itim memalalais. There's a time to be silent and there's a time to speak. You know that when you really, really know somebody in a very deep way, and you're very close to that person, say it's an old friend that you know for 20, 30, 40 years, you know that when you sit together in the room, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to talk at all. And there's a, that doesn't mean that there isn't something, there's no electricity, but you don't have to, you don't have to put in, you don't have to be maldish it in words. You could have that with a husband or wife. The person's going on the first date, he's nervous about words. Even the second or third date, you have people that they marry, they're also worried about, I don't know, we don't have what to say to each other, we don't have to talk about, what are we going to talk about? So we'll go to a uh, reading club and, uh, you know, we'll discuss some uh, book or just uh, watch television together and we could discuss a movie or something. That's a big Rahmanas. When there's a... The, when there's a very deep relationship between people, then it's the way of that is itim chashais, itim nemalalais. There's a time to be silent and there's a time to speak. That's where Benachim began to tell stories. Because a story is, is really not saying it out. A story is not saying it out. And that's where you see that people have the biggest desires when they hear a story. Because a story takes a person to some place, especially... And the Nachman stories, like these fairy tales, a person goes to a place that's, that's not in the world of thinking. It's not part of the world of thinking. Everything in these stories is, is strange. It doesn't stim. And there's something that's higher than words and even higher than thought. And this is the Nakuda that Esav is fighting against, especially now. And by Yechi Yaakov, that's what we're talking about. And that's why at the end of the Sefer, Rav Schwartz comes to this, and he really ends. He doesn't go into it. We'll see just in the page or two. He doesn't really go any further. But he says, I can't talk about it anymore. That's something that is left up to a person. Each person, whom she or delay, according to his own Mitzvah in this world. The reason for that is, because the solution doesn't come from one's actual thoughts. 
It comes from the Nakuda within himself that's deeper than thought. May etsem hanefesh. From the etsem hanefesh. Comes from the etsem hanefesh. Kasha machshava poelas. When the mind is busy working, he shoevas koichais mehanakuda hapnimis. The mind is trying to draw, trying to be yoyne, trying to pull out from that nakuda hapnimis, from that part of oneself that's the highest part of oneself. Adam shemitzas koichamachshava. A person who has squeezed out whatever he's able to squeeze out of his brain. He's worked on it, and he's and he's tried to get. And he's concentrated. He's tried to get to the to the thought of his thoughts. Obala hashkita ma'ab. And now he wants to quiet his thoughts a little bit. Obala hashkita ma'ab. Daimer lo adam sha'avad yom shalim. It's like a person who was working hard all day. Miss Ayev. And he's very, very tired. He goes to sleep. And the next day, he wakes up with fresh kaychas, with new kaychas. From where did he get these new kaychas? The whole union of sleep is silence. That's the whole union of sleep. Just to have that time of quieting. Hatshuvahi, the answer to this question, how did the person get, what happened in the morning that you have new kaifas? So we understand. Hatshuvahi, who hikzir as hachiyas the makar. Who hikzir as hachiyas the makar, meaning he returned his life to the source from where it came. He sent it back to the shop. He sent his chiyas, his life, back to the, back to the creator. That's what sleep is. Sending your chiyas back to the shop. L'shayish, to its root. The kibul misham chiyus chadasha. And he receives from that place of the makar, of the makar, of the root and source of his life. He receives chiyus chadasha. No chiyus. It's exchanged. And he sent Nuchis. As it says in Pasuk, Chadashim Labakarim. We're renewed, we're new every morning. Labakarim means the bokeh. Every morning we're new. Rabba Emunasacha. Ah, Hashem's loyalty and faithfulness is so, is so great. That's what we say every morning. Maidani Lefanachim, Alechai Vikah. Shechazarta bin Nishmas. But you didn't give me back my Nishama the same way that I sent it to you. I sent it. I sent it to you like a 1964, you know, uh, Ford, and it was broken down, had flat tires, the axle was cracked, had, it had no oil in it, and, uh, and it was all, it was a wreck, it was a mess. And then the version sent me like a 2012, you know, ooh, I got, and what are you going to do with that car on that day? What are you going to do with your new, with your new engine? What do you do with this? With this new life that you got today? That's the question. That's the meaning of Ayichiyakov. 
was talking a little bit about this morning. It's the chiyas of Yaakov. That's the definition of life. To be connected to the makor of life, to the source of life. That's why Yechid, the Emes, why Yechid Yaakov. The Chiddush was that even in Mitzrayim, because Yaakov lived with that truth. Hishlech Emes Aretzer says in Pesach that because Rahul threw the truth into the world. And the Svasem says 30 years later, Tafrei Samach Alat, the Svasem talks about it. But a, person's, a person walks around this world and is looking for that. So he's looking for the Emes. And the Emes is to be found in this world. Hishlech Emes Aretzer, Emes Me'eretz Titzmach. To be able to, to be able to find in this world how everything in this world, if a person is connected to the truth, he's able to see in this world how that part of the world can be traced back to the Bari Olam. And then you see that it has life to it. What is life? We learned this morning. That's what we were talking about from the Svasamis. Life means when something is connected to the source of life. So this drink is connected to the source of life. If a person doesn't make a brach, if a person doesn't remember where it came from, then it's a part of Hashem's truth that he threw into the ground that we never found. But the moment that you take something in this world and you discover in that thing, Hashem, then emes me'eres titzmach, that's the sulam mutzav arza. Then you have uncovered, you have found the emes, the truth that Hashem sent into the world, which is the reason that which is the reason that we were sent into the world. Each one of us is looking for these, for Fakadosh Baruch Hu, and Akadosh Baruch Hu is found everywhere. If a person holds on to that truth of Titan Emes Yaakov, which is Vayichi Yaakov, but the Chiyas means that something is connected to the Makar, something is connected to its root. The root of all existence is the Bariyarla. A person who's connected to that is alive. Is filled with chiyas. A person who's not, so we mentioned this morning in the Svasamas, is Vishayim Mechayim Kriyamesim. A Russia, even though he's physically alive, he's dead. Because he's detached from that source of Chadoshim Labakarim, Rabba Amunasach. Ah, he got up this morning to Russia. <clears throat> he did a couple of push ups, a couple of sit ups. He had himself some Gatorade and he was on his way. Not. And he's a, he, he, he's a healthy guy. <clears throat> God's truth is lost to this guy. Therefore, he's not alive. He's physically alive, and you have to treat him nice, and you can't hurt him. But is he Be'emus alive? No. To be Be'emus alive means that a person wakes up in the morning and he says, and he washes his hands as a new barrier, as, a, as something that just came into existence. That's what it means. And that's where that comes from, that chiz. The child is, what are you going to do with your chiz? So what are you going to do now? Are you going to sit around today and think about how horrible it was yesterday? Are you going to worry about what's going to be tomorrow? Like Ibn Ahmed says, it's in Yin Achalagame. What does it have a shaykhis to right now? This is the Indian that this is the ikka that Asa wants to take away from a person. 
right now. And you know this, and that's not something we have to talk about. Everybody knows this. That Esav will let you go back to the past. Esav will let you ruminate about the future. But Esav will never ever let you have a Vayichiyakov, which is right now to be alive. He'll always let you think back on life, either with good memories or with bad memories. He'll let you think about the future, that it's going to be good, that it's going to be bad. But he never ever will allow you the moment that you're in, that it should be alive. And that that moment should be a moment that connects to the one who gave it to you. That's the Mulchama. That's the war with Esav. That's, that's the Avoid of Ayova Yaakov Sholem. Sholem, Vechi Yaakov, the Eretz Mitzrayim, even in Mitzrayim, even in Mitzrayim. To be able to see the Emes and the Chiz and the Dvar Hashem and everything. Kachdam, the Kerech HaChashiva Shol HaOdam, the Shorts explains. It's the same way when it comes to thinking. One has to know how to put his thoughts to sleep, even while he's awake. To put the thoughts to sleep. It's a time to put the thoughts to sleep, to stop. A person has to get into the habit of thinking and thinking with all your thinking, but then to stop. This is even the things of this world, even at work and with other things. You could have that, that there's a husband and wife, that they're in some sort of a disagreement. And they're good people. And they're not howling, they're screaming, or anything like terrible. They're just stuck in a certain Indian. And, uh, and invariably you have in a, in a home, in a household, you have that one of a couple. Well, sometimes they switch off. We'll never let it, like, go. So it could be, like, 4.30 in the morning. They've got to get up at 6 or something. And this one says, no, 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 no. And they still have like, they're still, and it started like at 9 o'clock. And they're still trying to get, you know, and another one says, you know what, why don't we just try to sleep? Or, you know, let's just go to sleep. We'll, we'll, we'll see tomorrow. And then there's one that says, no. No, you remember we, we promised each other that we would never go to sleep angry with each other. You know, one of these, one of these kind of programs they got on or something. Some like some uh, somebody told them now, like some chasm class or something. <laughs> so the guy that taught it to them was just coming off a big fight with his own wife. You know? <laughs> so uh, so we can't go to sleep. Another one says, I can't, I can't, I'm too tired, I can't think. We went over this already four thousand times, and it's the same discussion we've had for the last forty years. I can't do it anymore. Can we just get some sleep? But it's not the emus. We didn't get to the emus. The emus is I'm tired, and can't we go to sleep? And, and if, and if from pure exhaustion they just fall asleep, they can't work it out and they fall asleep, then 99% of the time the next day it's okay. So you say, what do you mean it's okay? They, they didn't get to that Nakuda? They don't have to get to the Nakuda because when they have, when, when, they, when they said Maida'ani, and that was only a little bit of time till Maida'ani, but when they said Maida'ani the next day, and they get up and he went to Davin, and she Davin, so then it, Mimela, the emiss of the love that they have for each other already parachuted back down into them. 
And so they don't have to have the answer. Or they have the answer for that moment. And the answer is something which was much higher than the discussion that they've been having for the last 40 years, which is, self goes self, we love each other. Enough given, I'm right, you're right. You know. And they could have kept on going. If they wouldn't have fallen asleep, they could have kept on going for another, just, if you wouldn't have to sleep, they'll go like that for years. And you still see, like, you know, this one, it's, in, it's like, the sun comes up, the sun comes down, this one's still holding the thing, but your mother's head, and, and this, oh, you see, like, the sun's going up. It would be a cartoon, like you'd see, you know, and this one's still, and the sun's rising, the sun's going back and forth, and he says, no, but, but you remember that time? And, and each one has, it's, let's go to sleep, leave it. You wake up in the morning, my da'ani, and from that place that's higher than words, that's higher than thoughts, who can send a person a new feeling of love. There is such a thing. And it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be then a solution. Or that is the solution. The solution is that it's not an Indian, it's not an Indian that can be resolved in the Oedom HaMakshav. It can only be resolved in a place higher than Makshav. And what's higher than Makshav? The Dvekis between these two people. That's how we keep on going with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. We have a lot of kashas in Kaddish Baruch Hu. There are a lot of kashas about stuff. What kinds of kashas? You go to sleep. You? you see that. The whole world is falling apart and Yonah goes to sleep. And one doesn't have to actually go into bed and put his head on the pillow. Stop. Even with chitzanos, like I was saying, with things, some things in the world, in life. However, as far as what we're learning now, to think and to stop thinking. That creates that balance. That's the meaning of chashmal. The ta'alich in this way, a person acquires, over time, he acquires a mahalach, a way of hashkata, of quieting, the, of quieting, of silencing oneself. If a person has gotten into the habit throughout his life of always trying to think and think and think until he gets to the end of something, until he gets to the solution. means he has never come to this revelation of quieting the machshava, which is a very beginning in the Svarm Akedoshim. Again, it's not going to be taught in the students. It's something which a person comes through, through all the avayda we're learning about. A person in this life has to build within his mind a strong, strong kind of thinking in his brain, like we were talking about a lot, thinking about what he sees, thinking about dissecting everything in, in life. The person has to work on that. But on the other hand, it could be missing. He could be missing the kind of hashkata of of the silencing, of the quieting of one's thoughts. L'chaim, therefore, 
In order for a person to come to Hashkata Machshavtis, he has to begin to work on this. Like everything else that we're learning in, in this form of Bilvavi, it has to be worked on gradually. Gradually. To try from time to time. Lachshayv on something, even in even in a chetanistic thing, lachshayv ulahavsik, and to and to and to go back and to try to empty out the mind, and to, and to take that out, and not to worry about it, not to think. To be mesiach das, and then mesiach comes, not to think about it. The pchina echus is shal oimek hamachshava, yeish na avaydet pnimis lehesvagel lachshayv v'dvarim shutim now. Rav Schwartz ends the Sefer with telling us, with teaching us a, a basic exercise of how we could begin to work on this way of living, of chayshev umavsik, hashkata, a simple exercise. And this is really how the Sefer ends, in the simplest way. And that is, there's navayda pnimis l'esraga lachshev b'devarim shutem. There's an avayda to think about simple things. Pay close attention to this because this is this is deceivingly simple, but this is really the makibah practice of all that we've been learning. It's the clincher of all that we're learning, and it's the entrance into into the avoid of his bainus. Mechad bechdeisha adam yikne es oimekamachshava. On the one hand, in order for a person to acquire a deep way of thinking, he has to become more and more a thinking, contemplating, meditative type of person. That's what we've been talking about for the last few chapters. Just to analyze. To analyze things in life, not just to go. To analyze. But beyond that, and really it's the Pesach, and to all of his Bainanus, one needs to accustom himself to thinking about simple and known things in his life. The simplest, the most obvious things in life. Because those are not hard. The simple and most obvious things. Adam Take something that's, that's very, very well known to you, something that you're very familiar with. But the Chayshavalav Bishakyat. Something that you don't even, you never think about. It's just something in your house, something in your life that's very, very, very obvious and it's something that you understand and it's something which is there all the time. You never really think about it. Think about it. But think about it in a way. But this which is clear to you and known to you and obvious to you, doesn't create any kind of a storm in your brain. Doesn't create any commotion in your mind. It's not threatening. It's not intimidating. It's an old friend. And by the way, you could think about an old friend. And you just have that in your mind. Still, quiet, relaxing. But, but you go over it. To think about that simple 
known part of your life. Now we know that one of the biggest things in learning and all our rebellion were screaming at us is that we have to chaza, we have to review and review and review. And it's true. You can't be kind of something in Torah unless you review it. So it is when it comes to the soul being able to being able to really grasp something in a deep way. It's the same thing. It requires chazar, review. We have to get into the habit of thinking about and going over and over dvarim shudim. Simple things. Reishis. Gam even on the most superficial level. A person who is in this habit of thinking about Dvaram Shutim, you begin to see an Oymek, something very, very deep, in those things that you thought were Pshutim. The most obvious example would be that if a, you think about a parent. Think about Think about a father or mother, hopefully someone who's in this world, and even if somebody is no longer in the world, and to think about that person, not what motivated my father or my mother to do this or to do that, just to think about, just to think about, I had this, when I went the other day to, to visit my parents, so um, I, I drove my father somewhere, <laughs> And and we came back, and uh, I went to go open the door. My father said, I don't need you to help me. I can go myself. She always does that, and she continued to do that. So he says, just go home, stay in the car. And then he gets out of the car, and he turns around. He starts to tell me to start to drive already. He starts to drive. I'm waiting for him. But I want to see he gets up the steps. He starts to, to wave me. I should leave. So... Um, and then I, uh, since this was on, this was on Thursday, and um, I'm thinking, since then I'm thinking about how he walked up the steps, and you know how over the years, and how the way that he walked up, and he's kind of I don't want to say how old he is, but and he was that. I was thinking this machshava. I still think I was thinking about today a lot. The machshava, just how. That, that familiar walk, that familiar walk that all my life I'm watching, and I never thought about. And, you know, you, you're diving that a person should, should live many, many more years, but you don't know how much longer you're going to see such a thing. Just going up the steps, and it's not anything that you could give over to another person, just that machshava of that person who you love, and a certain way of doing things. And then he was halfway up the steps and turns around again. He sees him there and he goes, <laughs> start to go already. Go, go. And I'm just the whole two days, since Thursday, I'm thinking about that. That, that machshava, just something. Uh, a partial, a simple thing. And all, of the, all of the kindness and love that's in, in, in the way that, you know, that that person just walks. And a certain... 
flavor of something that you don't really see so much. I can't explain it. There's a certain gentleness in the way that he walks and does things that that you don't see every nowadays. Is my father walked that way when he was young, in a, in a certain delicate way. Not like we were running and jumping and everything. There's a certain delicate way, and I was always turning around and it's the same thing, waving me to go. And you just to take the varm shutim, something something positive, something familiar to you. And the chazad over in your mind a lot. And then you realize it's not so poshit. What you thought was so poshit, it's not poshit. It's not poshit. That's what he's explaining. Reish is gamne b'china chitzaynus. Even when it comes to something in the simple, something on the outside, or something superficial. You begin to see there's an oymek. There's something so deep in the in the simplest things. There's something so deep in the simplest things. You know when you when you when you read a good book, there are certain writers, famous writers. I don't have time anymore to and whatever at this point in life, but there are certain writers that if you're just looking for the story, I'm talking about in fiction. If you're looking just for the story, you know, you just wonder what happened. You're missing out. Because if you read something, let's say Lamarshal, I'm just using names of Lamarshal, you read something from, when you read like John Steinbeck, and he describes just a certain, a certain um, valley or the sunrise, you could kiss the woods. The words are so beautiful, and you wonder, yeah, I, I can never say that. Just like I just would say, the sun came up. But when he says it, and the words that he uses, and he's, it's right. But I never thought about that. That's really the sign of a great writer. It's not just the storyline. The stories are very similar. There aren't too many different stories. A little bit, you know, good guy, bad guy, whatever. It's not so different, the stories. But uh, the words, the words. I had one of my kids had to read something for school from Shakespeare. Now, I, he's a big mushkos, you know. But mostly, Stanislav is a mushkos. But, so my kids said, what happened? Why what does he talk so funny? Why don't he just say what's on his mind? Well, kind of like, just get to the point. And, and I have to, well, I have to read this, you know, the usual things that you say when you have this stuff to read. And I'm trying to say, and my wife and I are trying to tell her, this is beautiful. This is such a beautiful thing. But why doesn't just why doesn't just say like what he wants to say? <clears throat> because a great writer is able to stop a butterfly or a flower, and everything in the world is gone, and all there is is that flower. And then the, he writes about that flower. And it really is in that flower. And if you or I would ever stop anything in the world that's simple and chazard over a lot, it, we would see it's not simple. A flower is not a simple thing. That's, that's really the greatness of these people. If a person who could do that, 
or an artist on a painting to take something and and by using the shades and the colors and whatever can bring out something and it's startling you. You know, if, if you'd have the painter, if it'd if it be a big, big, big chosh of an artist, would make a painting of your own kid. So you'd say, I never saw that in my child. And you're living with a kid. And you say, I never saw that. The, the artist is able to, with a little bit of a knetsch like this and like that, and a little bit of paint here and a little bit like this and like that, brings out the oimik of the beauty of the child. And that's what art is. That's what art is. It's a huge talent. It's a, it's a hashra from a higher place. It's much higher than, than machshavas and it's higher than words. That's why a lot of artists are nuts. <laughs> yeah. They're crazy. A lot of them are crazy. Because they, it didn't settle in a healthy way. In the Olam HaDibu, the Olam But the world would be very, very sad if it didn't have people like that. It would be very depressing without people like that. It would be very empty without people like that. It's a certain kind. Okay, that's our son. We'll continue next time.